Oh yeah, the voice is strong tonight. Bless up. Let's give all the glory to God, man, because we made it another week, we made it another day, and we're back at it. Hey, uh, thanks for tuning in. Share this with someone. Tell them about it. Tell them what it's doing. Tell them what I'm doing. Tell them what it's doing for you, and tell them that it can do something for them. Uh, Share this like this. Uh, You know, send me an email. You want me to talk about something? No one's emailing me. Wake up and eat with Z at gmail.com. I look forward to it. I like participation. Ask anybody that works with me. I love participation. So what's going on? Two weeks out of Christmas. Less than two weeks. Ten days. Ten days away. It's crazy. This year has gone by quickly. Uh, it's hard to believe that we're going to be putting 2022 on the dates. Um I still have a problem thinking that this year is 2020. It's wild. We're almost to the end of 2021, but I catch myself looking at dates and I just say to myself, "Eh, that doesn't look right. Why doesn't that date look right? We're not even there yet, but we are. So just let you know how fast time is moving, what's going on in your life. And, uh, you know, this time of year, I always like to take a little bit of time and reflect on where I was, what I've accomplished, uh, acknowledge where I've dropped the ball and what I can do better at. And uh, make sure the same mistakes don't happen in 2022. Realistically, make sure the, uh, even a better approach, make sure the same mistakes don't happen tomorrow. You know, I'm a firm believer that uh, if you're waiting until January 1 to make New Year's resolutions, then you're wasting about, uh, I don't know, 15, 16 days of your life. Uh, I said that last year to people. Uh, I didn't have a podcast. I just told people that. Um, But, you know, change, change starts with you. You know, change starts now. So if you really want to see a change, you know, I've talked about this at length um, and I didn't even plan on talking about it. I really didn't have too much prepared tonight, to be honest with you. I wrote a little bit of a, wrote a little bit of stuff down just based on uh, kind of what I experienced today and how it's, that this is, it's kind of been on my mind, but you know, if we're going to talk about new year's resolutions, because I clearly am, let's talk about it. You know, you just got to remember that, you know, the true change really does start from, within you. If you really want to do something, then just do it. You're the, only, you're the only one that's holding yourself back at this point, you know? But look, I'm not here to judge because I've been there too. I just want to say that, you know, if you've had a lot of things on your mind over the past year, over the past two years, you know, maybe the past 10 years, a lot of things that you wanted to accomplish. Remember the times now, okay? You can't stop that you never did it yesterday. You can't go back in time. You can't go back in time two years, but what you can do is, is you can learn the lesson and you can learn how to move forward. You can learn to just put action behind your words because that speaks louder than everything. You really have to t- take inventory of why you didn't accomplish something in order to accomplish it. I know that's quite profound, but it's the truth. If you don't learn a lesson, if you look back you know, a year ago and you say, well, I really wanted to learn. To, I'll use myself for an example. You know what I've been saying I wanted to do for like the past five years is learn to play the piano. I've said it probably at least the past five years. I'm going to play the piano. I'm going to play the piano. Well, I bought a keyboard at the beginning of this year, and it's still sitting underneath uh, underneath my desk on one of the shelves. And I never learned how to play it yet. And every year I've told myself I want to learn to play the piano. And I'm just going to I'm gonna say it again this year. And I really have to, I really have to uh, put some action behind it. And I have to humble myself and go into, go into a music store and say, hi, I'd like to learn to play the piano. Can you please show me? 
And what I'm going to change this year is I'm actually going to do something about it. Because all I've done is talk about it. And I'm so sick of talking about it. I really want to learn how to play the piano. I've spent a bunch of money on, you know, music production equipment that I've I've gotten I'm still a novice at it. I've gotten good enough to put in beats in front of these episodes and mess around with it. But, you know, I love to do more. I like music. Um I played a saxophone when I was a kid. Yeah, I was in a band. Y'all can start the jokes now. I mean, I was <laughs> I was I was funky. I kept it funky to quote G. Uh, on that saxophone, I did, man. I, I was, I was smooth, coast to coast like butter and toast. Everybody knew Z, so you know. I think it's just something we got to really look at and say, you know, what, what do we want to do with our time? That's what I have to look at, you know. And and I t- and I and I look at it and I say, you know, maybe that's something that, as trivial as it may seem, learn to play piano. Maybe that's really impacting the way that I sleep, or maybe that's impacting the way that I do my days because some subconsciously, I have not really made any action towards accomplishing that goal. You know, I'm a firm believer that when you say something, you give it life. So I've given that life now for, like I said, at least five years, and I've just let it die every year. I say it out loud. I hear myself say it. My brain digests it, but nothing ever comes from it. So maybe subconsciously, it's just me being a failure and me not recognizing it. You know, in a previous episode, I talked about quitting. I didn't even start it. I just talked about it. So I, I quit before I even started. And that's something that I got to really look at and understand that if I, th- when I say I'm going to do things, and this, is, this goes deeper than a New Year's resolution or a lifestyle change. Think about your word. And I think about my word. I, I just want to be able to honor it. You know, I, I want to be someone that people look at and say, that man honors his word and he, he owns up to it. There's a lot of people I know that don't do that. They just talk a big game and, you know, it is what it is, but I don't want to be that guy. So there you have it. You know, maybe uh, maybe in about uh, four or five months, you'll hear some uh, really uh, nice piano riffs coming into these uh this podcast as long as i can still do it i still want to do it you know i'm going to continue to do it maybe i'll put a little bit different uh, flavor on it you know so it doesn't get bland you know what i'm saying so uh anyways you know sitting at the uh, local coffee shop today uh doing some work and um there's a group of old guys there older gentlemen there they're talking quite loud and um so I overheard of them. I wasn't eavesdropping, but when you talk at that level and everybody can hear you, uh, I think you're making your conversation public. So I, so I overheard these guys, and they were talking about talent. It just, it just got brought up, talent. And one of the guys said something along the lines of, yeah, I still haven't, still haven't found my talent yet. And I mean, these guys are easily 60s, maybe even uh, approaching 70. And it got me thinking, you know, these guys are retired. They're making jokes. You know, it's a joke. He's joking. Ah, I still haven't found my talent yet. But I don't want to be 60. I don't want to be 40 and not find my talent. Okay. I think that's, um, that's crucial in leading a, a, a happy and fulfilling life, among other things. But you got to find your talent. You know, every, and everybody has been born with a God-given talent. That's that's 100% truth. But 
you, you, you know, you just got to find it. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a story real quick about my homeboy, um, Chad, Chad and I used to work together and he would, uh, he used to cut hair. He, he, he cut hair and he would, he would cut my hair in the back of the building that we worked at in the bathroom. He'd bring his clippers to work. He'd say, you want to cut? I'd say, yep. He'd fade people up. He'd fade people up in the bathroom. I, I wouldn't care. You know, I was running the show there. I was the, uh, the the manager. If you, I am the manager, B. I was the guy running the show. So I said, yeah, I don't care, man. You know, do what you got to do. Just uh, don't do it on the clock. Take your lunch and, um, you know, make sure you clean up the mess. So he did this. You know, he did this while we worked. And he'd always joke, man, I'm opening up my own shop. Uh, you know, all this blase. And uh, I said, okay, man, yeah, do it. You know, I hope you do it. So at one point I left the job. He was still there. Uh, he parted ways with the company shortly after. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go to barber school. So he went to barber school. He went to barber school uh, for about a year, maybe. I don't know, maybe a little bit less. Um, we'll call it a year. Maybe who knows how long, but it was, he went to barber school. Let me get there. I'm getting there, folks. Bear with me. And uh, shortly after that, in 2017, he opened up uh, He opened up his barber shop. And he's been running a successful business since. I mean, it's been four years. And that's his talent, you know. He's he's talented in many other things, but the man is a very good barber. He runs a very good business, and he offers something that really isn't offered in the area in which we live. So he found his talent, you know. It took him a while because when he was cutting my hair there, it was 2014, at the beginning of 2014, and I don't think he opened up his shop until mid to late 2017. So, I mean, you look at a difference of three and a half years, and dude has gone from cutting hair in the back in the bathroom of a store to open it to running his own business. And when you think about how short of a time three and a half years is in the grand scheme of things, what are you waiting on? And that's a rhetorical question because a it's being used for effect, and B, uh, I'm asking myself that. So, you know, what are what are you waiting on? Everybody's got their talent, okay? But first, you know, to find a talent, you know, what do I, I believe that, uh, you know, you got to ask God to direct your path. You got to have faith that, you know, when you ask him to direct your path, you got to have the faith that you're on the right path. It might not seem like it 99% of the time. It might not seem like it 100% of the time. But if you have the faith and you keep keep walking, I mean, that's when you're going to find your talent. That's when, you know, the Lord will put you in positions to express and display your talent. But if you're going down the wrong path, you're not going to get that, you're not going to get that chance. You're at least not going to be able to do it in the on the right avenue. You know, if you're following the right path, the Lord's going to direct you to someone that's going to see your talent, maybe build you up and say, yeah, I think you should do that, or at least give you an opportunity to display your talents in front of more people. But if you're walking a wrong path, the one that is not ordained and blessed by God, I mean, who are you going to be talking to? What are you going to be doing? Are you going to be wasting your talents? You're certainly not going to be reaching the right people. Odds are you're not going to be reaching the right people, you know. If you're not following the path that God has ordained from you. So if you ask him for help, you know, you got to trust that you're on it. You know, secondly, once you're on that path, you know, my opinion is, and I, you know, I said this before and I'll stand by this. You got to be able to use discernment. 
you got to be able to use your discernment to understand who and what to keep in your life. Because you could be on the right path, but maybe you're walking with the wrong people. Maybe you're carrying the wrong um, habits with you. You know, maybe maybe you maybe you trying to gallop. You ever seen someone gallop? Remember in gym class when you run around the gym, they'd be like, "Run," and then the gym teacher say, "Skip," and then they say, uh, "Karaoke," and then they say, "Gallop." And you see some people galloping, and you just think to yourself, "Man, what's wrong with them?" That's kind of what you look like on your path when you're doing the wrong thing. I better never see any of y'all gallop. I ever come up to any of y'all and you start galloping up to me, I'm going to, listen, <laughs> Lord forgive me, I'm going to give you a smack in the mouth. Something that two Tylenol can't fix, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, you just got to be able to use discernment, okay? You got to be able to use discernment and say, this is my goal. My goal was to reach point A. That's, that's, that's step one is reaching point A. But I got X, Y, and Z with me. Is X, Y, and Z going to get me to point A? And that's, you know, it goes back to what I've always said. You've got to do inventory checks. You've got to see where you're at and who you're rolling with. Because, you know, the wrong people that you ride with and the wrong, that which create bad habits, which create, um, you know, questionable decision making, that's all that's going to do is interrupt and interfere with your talent, okay? You're not going to be getting nourished. You're not going to be getting... Uh, refreshed and replenished and say, okay, you know, how do, how are you going to be getting re-energized? I'm a firm believer when you spend time with someone, you can either get powered up or powered down. And that's the truth. So next time you spend time with someone and you get done talking to them, ask yourself if you're feeling pumped up or, or if you're feeling like tired and more depressed than when you got off the phone with them. Because that's what happens with people. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to happen every time, but there are some people that will either suck the life out of you or put some life into you. Plain and simple. Okay? And it's going to be the same thing every time you talk to him. So, you know, to bring it all together, you just got to figure out who you're riding with. You know, it goes back, I've said this several times, what brings value to your life? And I I stand by that statement. I'll always stand by that statement. Because if you're doing something that is incredibly self-destructive and does nothing to better your situation or your life, why do you do it? If you're rolling with someone that does nothing but a, that, that, that is nothing but a leech, does nothing to pump you up, I'll always want you to do things that will ultimately lead to even worse decisions. Why do you keep those people around? I mean, just think about it. Look, I've made a lot of friends in my life. Okay, true story. I've been lucky to have a handful of people that I've been riding with since I was like 10 years old, okay? A handful of people. And I've been even luckier to pick up a handful of people along the way that I can ride with now. So you got to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people, with the right type of people. Because if you're not, you're only as good as the company you keep. You know, something that my dad once told me was, one rotten apple will turn that whole bunch of apples rotten. But that whole bunch will not make that rotten apple good. And that's the truth. I've seen it happen. I've tried to make rotten apples good. Doesn't work. Guess what? Old rotten apple been in the bing lately. You know what I'm saying? So people don't change. And then people that are going to suck the life out of you and not encourage you to do anything, they're going to be the same today and they're going to be the same in one year. So if you're trying to find your talent, 
Make sure you're riding with someone that wants you to find your talent, that gives you an opportunity to try your talent, that says, hey, man, I think that's a good idea. I think you should roll with that. And also be able to recognize when someone tells you, you know what, I don't think that's a good idea, and here's why. Because there's going to be people that tell you, nah, man, that's not a good idea, strictly because they're a hater and they know you got something. And there's going to be other people, the ones that you should be riding with, they're going to tell you, yeah, man, I don't think that's a good idea because X, Y, and Z, and it really exposes you to one, two, and three. You know, the people that have your best interest in mind will be able to give you details behind why they tell you something. And they're going to be unapologetic about it. Because they're not going to sit there and be like, hey, man, I'm sorry to tell you this, but, I mean, they might if, like, your spouse is messing around on something, but, hey, homie, I'm, try- I'm <laughs> sorry to tell you this, but I saw your girl with the old boy down the street. That might be something they tell you they're sorry about. But if they're trying to help you get to a certain point in your life, if you've, if you've put yourself out there and you are looking for some encouragement, they will give you the right encouragement. So don't get it twisted when someone says, hey, man, I don't think this is a good idea. Or, hey, you know that song you put out, um, it's dope, but I would probably do this differently. Some of that is just is constructive feedback, and you got to learn to take coaching, okay? So that's, that's third on the list. You know, third, you have got to be able to understand where your faults are, and you have got to be able to improve that to sharpen your talent. Because I can tell you one thing. I know I say I don't listen to these podcasts, and I'm not saying that this is my talent, but this is something I'm trying to sharpen, and I'm going to go back and listen to these episodes once I get to the end of the year and find out where I need to improve because I want to grow my listener base because I want to do more with this. I want to have people on here. People aren't going to jump on a show if it's a crumb bum show and the the audio is terrible, my topics are whack, and uh, my voice isn't strong which none of that is true. The topics are dope, my voice is really strong, and uh, the show ain't whack. So <laughs> let's move on from that. I'm kidding, but seriously though. I'm, this is something that I want to uh, you know, do better at. So when you want to do better something, you got to put the time into it, right? You, you have to be able to sit down and say, okay, you know, even if you're not getting coaching from your buddy or your spouse, or your boss, or whomever it might be. It's that self-inventory and self-reflection and holding yourself accountable. That is where you can really develop your talent too. Because I'm not gonna say that, um, let's, let's look at it from a professional standpoint. You know, I'm in sales, okay? So if any of you are in sales listening to this, think about it this way. You know, maybe sales is your talent. Maybe sales is not your talent, but sales is your job, okay? So if sales is your job, and you make money, and you need to make money to eat, you want to do better at your job to make more money, correct? Just say, say, say yes, Z. I'm waiting for you. Come on. Catch up to me. All right. So you're going to take coaching. You're going to find out ways how to improve your, you're going to find out ways how to improve being better at sales. Because let's look at it this way. Let's say you got a deal. Let's say you got a, a large deal, 20000 or something, you know? $20,000 deal, you're trying to close. Uh, let's say that you're going to get, I'm just throwing numbers out there. Let's say you get 50% of that, okay? Deal's 20, you get paid 10, 10 Gs, okay? That's, that's a pretty significant paycheck for a lot of people. But let's say that you do something at the end of this sale that you, instead of offering product A, you offer product B. That's the only difference that would have got you to close the sale. You follow up and say, okay, to end this, we're going to throw in product A, We're going to hit you with product A. When you know that product A or B could solve the solution, but you give them product A. You with me? Am I moving too fast for you? 
you offer product A. That shoots the deal in the foot. That shoots the deal in the foot. Customer says, no, thank you. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pull out. Okay, so you got two options here. You got two options. You can be super salty, go to the bar, get yourself a, a bourbon, neat, and just pound it. Or, you know, you could still do that. I wouldn't recommend it. Or you can sit, do, sit back, do some self-reflection and say, where did the deal go wrong? Because here's where the deal went wrong. The deal went wrong when maybe you made the assumption that the customer wanted product A. Okay, so that can be a number of different things, especially when you, when you say product A or product B, B or work, you offer product A, 50-50 shot, boom, no good. But guess what? What you can do is you can understand how you messed that up. You can understand that maybe you did most of the talking. You can understand that maybe you should have asked better questions. Maybe you should have been honest with the customer at the end and said, look, you know, I think product A or product B would be great for you. Which one do you think will, will better fit your needs? Sometimes you got to leave it like that. Come at them humbly and say, you know what? I think either of them will work. Let you make the decision. And, so, and then the customer will close by themselves. Okay? All I'm saying right now is, uh, you know, you have to be able to have accountability, take coaching, whether it be from yourself, from your spouse, from your buddy, from your boss, whoever it might be. Because without the coaching, you don't get the development. Without the development, you don't fix the problems that are holding you back. And if you don't fix the problems that are holding you back, you're never going to see the talent. Because talent is something that is built up. Talent is something that you are given, but you have to sharpen it. You can't just go out. If so, Look at Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix is probably the baddest guitar player ever. Some of y'all are too young and don't even know who Jimi, Jimi Hendrix is. But Jimi Hendrix is probably the baddest guitar player ever. But he didn't just pick up a guitar and started wailing on it. He got to be the baddest guitar player ever because he picked up the guitar and started to play. He was born with the talent, but he picked it up and he practiced. And he said, okay, this is how I should play. This, this makes sense for me. He didn't play the same as Eric Clapton. He didn't play the same as uh, Jimmy Page. You know? He played completely different, as they all do. As people who have God-given talent that makes them on the upper echelon and upper tier, they do things uniquely, and they, and they practice their craft over and over. I read a, the Three Ring, Three Ring Circus book. It's about the Lakers of the uh, late 90s and early aughts. Some of the stuff that Kobe did when he practiced, is unbelievable. And that's why he's the second best player of all time. Jordan is first. Uh, if you want to talk about LeBron, we can. But I'm not going to put him above number two, okay? He stays at three for me. It's Jordan, Kobe, and then everybody else. So maybe we can talk about that later. But Kobe practiced his game. Kobe was the first one in the gym and the last one to leave. That's truth. I've heard you go look up stories about Kobe Bryant on YouTube and what these NBA players say that that he would be in the gym shooting okay that for however they don't know how long he was there they'd get in they'd get warmed up 20 minutes Kobe's still going then these guys would practice okay then this guy would come and shoot around I think Jay Williams was talking about this on something he was talking about how he got in the gym Kobe was already in there okay Jay Williams practiced I think it was Jay Williams. You might have to correct me. But he was talking about how he was practicing. And then he finished. He practiced for like an hour. He finished. <laughs> left. And Kobe was still there. 
And he approached Kobe later and said something to the effect of, "Hey man, how long? Why were you still going when I left?" And I think I think he said that Kobe said something along the lines of, "Because I want you to know that I'll do whatever it takes to be better than you, or I'll do whatever it takes to beat you." I mean, that's a killer right there. That's a killer that is is going to be the most talented person on the court. They're going to be the most talented person at their job because they put the work in, because they're willing to do that. I got a, I got a little off track, but that's where I was going with this. Oh, man. 24 minutes went by already. That's kind of crazy. I only had about two paragraphs written down. I don't know, you know? <sighs> Everything's going pretty well, though. You know, I think... Uh, I think we got to stay close to Christ. I think uh, for me personally, you know, it's been tough um, not staying close to Christ, but it's been tough staying in the word lately. And, you know, something that I'm going to try and leave you all with that I heard. I can't remember where I heard it, but, you know, I I think it's um, I tell myself when I get up in the morning, it's five o'clock in the morning. And, you know, sometimes I want to go back to sleep. And I think I've talked about this before. And I think to myself, man, it's it's tough. It's tough right now to get up and just stay up and, and read. And I heard this someplace earlier this week. You know, I'm sure it was tough for Jesus to carry that cross. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just kind of put things into perspective t- to me that, man, this, this man died for our sins. He got nailed to a cross, crown of thorns. Oh, man. I mean, you know, you ever watch The Passion of the Christ? Just think that that's a Hollywood that's a Hollywood production. So it's it's it still doesn't describe what he went through when he died for us. So you know that's something that I have to keep in my mind is that you know I have to stay in the Word and I have to read and I have to get better because if I don't, you know I got no one to blame but myself. I can regress and I can stay. Because here's the thing, you know, over the summer I felt like. I just lost my relationship with Christ over this past summer. I just felt like it was, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling connected. And I talked with my dad about it, and I was just talking about, oh yeah, you know how I can't get up, I can't get get out of bed, blah blah blah. And I don't read. And he said, well, Zachary, it's because that's that's what you're that's what you've been sowing in, and it's true. You know, I I was not staying in the Word over the summer. I was not sharpening my skills. It was almost like I was just going through the motions. Okay, I'll read my daily. Uh my my daily uh, bread and uh, read this verse and that'll be that. Like I didn't seek out the word. I didn't seek to get better at it. And I know that I'm being challenged right now with that. And I got to hold myself accountable. So I'm currently in the book of Job. Um, hopefully I'll be finished by the next uh, time we record. And, uh, you know, I'll have, a, I'll have a better story for you. But just remember, y'all, stay prayed up, bless up. Um, we're going to get through it. The Lord, we're on the right side of this. You know, we are, we're on the right side of this. You got to pick sides. You listen to this, you're on the right side. We rolling, we rolling with Christ. We doing the right thing for eternity. And we just got to remember to spread the word, spread the gospel, let people know, because this is how we roll. All right. Be the example, be a representative of a representative of the kingdom and, uh, let your light shine. Don't let anybody put it out. I'm going to talk to y'all soon.